I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Yes or no, did you ever take banned substances to enhance your cycling performance? Yes. I had no prior knowledge of the planned assault on Nancy Kerrigan. I am deeply sorry for my irresponsible and selfish behavior I engaged in. Oh, yes, oh, yes, oh, yes, it's Oops the Podcast. I'm your host, uh, Francis, and I'm joined, as always, by my other host, Julio Gallarati. Ear, ear, ear. How about that, huh? What up? Old-timey circus intro. Oh, yeah. Nobody saw that coming. I didn't see it coming. I heard that Macaulay Culkin oh, this is great. on his podcast. He's a podcast? Introduces himself in a, with a different name every time. That's interesting. I wrote a piece about him yesterday. He had a big Macaulay. spread come out in Esquire magazine. Do tell. Well, like... he's it's an amazing story, his life and his uh c- kind of the the way that he has clung to relevance from Home Alone but also distanced himself from it. Because in truth, it doesn't seem that he's ever been able to reinvent himself. And part of the problem is that he still looks exactly the same age. That he did when he made that movie 35 years ago. That's he funny. looks the same. That's funny. He looks exactly the same. Very funny. He just sort of grew bigger in that right, face. Right. Yeah, there's a lot of parallels to like a Rob Pattinson with him. It's a far more severe example. Yeah, Pattinson's a handsome man now, though. Right, right, right. But he started as a handsome man, too. Like, he started later in the game. Okay. You know what I mean? But Pattinson started as a man. Home Malone, Macaulay Culkin started as a boy. Has it started as a boy and has been a boy this whole time, right? And neither of them have like fully distanced them, distanced themselves from the legacy of their big hit. So, what was Pattinson's big hit? Twilight. He was in Harry Potter before that. Though. I know that, but it was a small role. Cedric Diggory and dude, never forget. And my boy. <laughs> and what's my boy called? is gone. Uh, <laughs> I don't. I forget that. That was from Chambers. <laughs> Try Wizard. No, tournament. not Chamber Secrets. It was uh, Goblet of Fire. Goblet of Fire. Yeah. Um, what's it called? Fucking. <laughs> but like, yeah, like Macaulay had a bunch of little movies after Home Alone that were popular. He was in The Good Son. He the was Good, a, but it son. never really Get like out of here, Richie Rich. I mean, you know, he worked really hard for like five years and then disappeared. And then for twenty five years, he has been a paparazzi, drunk photograph, kind of like right. Bigfoot. Right. character who walks in and out of <laughs> bars looking haggard and you know people are like what's wrong with him it's like well i think he's still making uh residuals from home alone yeah he's got because it gets aired on every fucking tv channel it's such a big christmas hit so good it's such a great movie it's a great movie they're both great dude what was what other one home alone 2 Home Alone 2? You don't like Home Alone 2 as much? I don't even remember that one. Oh, dude, yeah. I, I love Home Alone 2. It's the same movie, isn't it? Trump's in it. That's it's, true. It's the same plot structure, ultimately, just you know, different. Is it the same bad guys? Yes. Played by the same two guys, huh? Yes, yes. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay, so Very the point solid. is, um, the big thing that I wanted to talk about was that everyone asked him about you know, his thoughts about Michael Jackson after the Finding Neverland documentary came out. I was not aware that Macaulay Culkin was so detrimental to the case in favor. He was in favor of Michael Jackson. He helped him out and he crushed the defense or the prosecution. Excuse me. 
at the time too. Yeah, yeah. And now. he was like 10 years old, 12 years old, whatever it was. And these kids were coming out and saying that Michael Jackson had done some bad shit. And Macaulay Culkin was like, I was there for 48 sleepovers and not once did he ever touch me, nor did I ever see anything untoward. Right. And in the documentary, they said that there's a chance that that was just a brilliant play by Michael Jackson to have his most high profile boy not do anything to him. So this was my theory. So it would crush the opposition. I didn't even see. I, I watched like a third of one of the d- parts of the okay. documentary. Yeah, I never saw it, the man. whole you thing. You gotta watch it. It's good stuff. I watched. I watched. The, you know the hits. I watched the <laughs> the part about the kids standing up, and spreading his butt cheeks, and oh, Michael yeah. Jackson staring into his cave and just being like, "Oh, that's nice." <laughs> There's something really cringe about the, dis- the the guy describing it. He was like. So he he would touch my penis, yeah, and then his penis, and uh, I was just like Jesus. Not Jesus. exactly Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> More Wait, so you drew a similar conclusion? Well, I thought maybe Michael Jackson knew that Macaulay Culkin had too much heat, right? That if he were to touch him, um, you know, it's like it's like. All right, so I compared it to this. When I was at Barstool, I asked out one of these Sports Illustrated swimsuit models to see if she wanted to go boxing with me. I DM'd her after we had shot something together, right? How'd that go? Uh, not great. <laughs> not great, but not terrible. Uh, and then the next year, she got the cover. Oh, wow. But I would never have asked her out after she got the cover. You groomed her. This is like a Noah situation. There you go. Very good. Yeah, I groomed her. <laughs> I would have loved to have groomed her. Some shearing <laughs> clippers. So you guys did like one of those rumble kind of classes? That was what I was pitching and uh, it didn't, whatever. You know. Just turned I, into you two in the ring. Look, I would so, <laughs> yeah, just fucking <laughs> fighting. Beat her ass, imagine. Um. So, so my point being, you got us Macaulay Culkin had already popped by the time that he was doing his sleepovers at Neverland. And maybe Michael Jackson knew he had too much heat. Maybe he knew he was out of his league. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's funny. That's funny. I think Aziz did a joke, but that was similar to that. So I can't take full credit for it where he said that like kids knew, you know, that Aziz is a kid or something knew that he was like out of kids leagues or something or pedophiles leagues, uh, <laughs> pedophiles feeling that Aziz was out of their he league was or too something hot. as a kid. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it seems like also just potentially a brilliant move in the, in the sense that like, let's find the most high profile kid, have a hundred sleepovers with him, never touch him. Yeah. And then that just crushes any and all testimony. It's your control group. Yeah. Yeah, totally. But then again, it's like Macaulay Culkin said, you know, that he would play video games until three in the morning in the in a beanbag and just sort of pass out and then come back into consciousness and keep playing video games. Does that sound like a fucking reliable witness? <laughs> Somebody who's hopped up on Cherry Coke and PlayStation just hallucinating <laughs> down the hallway. Is that Michael Jackson touching a kid or is it, That's great. you know, a fucking teddy bear walking around? I, I, he's not going to know. You really just painted a picture there, man. Cherry Coke. Yeah. It's fucking great. So he's probably got his own mini fridge full of, you know, fucking Kool-Aid in the plastic bottles with the little oh, screw yeah. top. Dude, that's so Michael Jackson was literally the real life Richie Rich. Yeah. If you think he literally had a roller coaster on that fucking stupid ranch. Yeah, right? but he was an adult <laughs> yeah, and he was only hanging out with children. I can't get past it. 
And you know what's funny? People love Michael Jackson so much that if you poke the bear on this issue, they flip out. Yeah, man, I feel like Wade Robson and the other guy, like, people sort of shunned them from society. Totally. Like, them speaking out didn't, it, like, hurt them. Look, Wade Robson was a problem because Wade Robson initially said that he, nothing happened, and he was vehement right. about it. And then years later, he changed his tune. The other guy, I believe. I, I mean, I that other I guy both of them, was yeah. was more convincing to me. I, I agree with that. Whatever. I know this is an older story, but it came to light again thanks to Macaulay Culkin. Who, um, yeah. Who now? I don't know. He's up to some funky shit, dude. I, it, this is the thing, and this is like an obvious take on this, but the whole Michael Jackson is an adult thing. But he was like a kid still. People say that as some kind of defense, like he didn't. It's did, not, he had it's a, not weird, a defense. He had a weird childhood. His dad right. was a dick, so a he never grew up. He always thought he was a kid. That's why he surrounded himself with kids and wanted to do kid right. shit. Um, not enough. That's not it's good not, enough. It's for not. Me. A, it's not a defense. It's not. I. I. It's not good enough for me either. But it at least I think it so, to some degree explains part of his behavior. Why he was just this big kid. Sure, sure. But I don't think it's a defense at all. You can't just do shit like that. No. You know, there's always an excuse for why you do something fucked up. Correct. You know, and it doesn't make it okay. You can't be doing that shit. Yeah. You know, yeah. Keep your fucking cocks in your pants when kids keep are in the room. Keep your mitts to yourself. Keep your Michael. mitts to yourself, dude. For fuck's sake. I yeah. He's fucking stroking it with a five year old in the corner, dude. It's insane. 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 Guys, if you're thinking about starting a podcast, fill in the blanks here. If I were in a concert right now and I said, if you're thinking about starting a podcast, I'd then turn the microphone to all of you sitting in the stadium and you would all yell, Anchor, Anchor. And then you'd say, go to anchor.fm to download the software where you could host your very own podcast, see all the best analytics. You could see it in a way that was really user-friendly and nice and not too technical and industry jargony. It's a way that any person can look at it and be like, ooh, that's pretty. And also it's our podcast. And you, there's no minimum listenership required to advertise and monetize. So you can immediately have ads when you hit the ground running. It's really exciting, really spectacular. If you want to start your very own podcast, anchor.fm, download it now. All right, so um, <laughs> I want to tell you about this sweater that I'm wearing. Right. So... Uh, I have this thing where I like streetwear, but streetwear does not like me. Right. I have a friend with a similar issue. Okay. I like stuff that you buy at Kith and A Bathing Ape and Billionaire Boys Club, all those brands. This is part of the problem. Hype beast stuff. No, I, I don't. I don't like those brands. I'm no, just no, no. naming you the, the culture. talking about it like this is part of the problem. Chris, would you agree with this? Is sure, crazy? sure. Chris, Chris nodding. is wearing anti-social club, anti-social social club. That's another brand. You guys wear your Travis Scott com commemorative T-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> you know all the words. To a rap song that I can't even understand. I don't know how you decipher those lyrics. I don't Travis know where. Scott you, commemorative t-shirts. You wear your fucking. Dude, I great. went to a Travis Scott concert. Dude, and all I got was this t-shirt. T-shirts. That's that what you guys do. You fantastic. wear gift shop apparel from Travis Scott. <laughs> you have lunch boxes, boxes of cereal. I don't know where this shit comes from. But the two of you love Travis Scott swag. <laughs> That's really funny. You really do. We do. And I always we feel do. so left out. And I'm wearing like Lululemon athleisure wear, <laughs> and you guys are on the leading edge of like Supreme 
you know, lines sitting in your camp out chairs overnight for the big drop that's coming. And and here's here's the problem. I want to be within that circle of hype. Right. I want that. But the problem is those clothes look horrific on me. Horrific on me. I can't wear hats. Look at you guys. You're both wearing hats. Chris is wearing a hat that I'm pretty sure he bought at what's that big outdoor fishing Cabela's store? You buy it in Florida. Big Bass Pro Shops. You buy that there? Yeah. You're wearing a beef jerky hat. (laughs) This is a beyond beef jerky. Beyond beef jerky hat. Chris, your hat's sick, by the way. Chris looks good. See, this is what I'm saying. The two of you guys, and I, I I don't even know what I'm going for. I got this cool sweater. It's a Kith sweater. It's Kith brand. I used to know Kith a lot because I knew a guy that worked there, and he would hook me up with very sweet sneakers all the time. That's sick. My sneaker collection you have a is good incredible. Collection, yeah. I have some very rare limited release things that I would get for retail. He doesn't work there anymore, so I no longer have that mm. connection. What does he do now? Now he works for StockX. Oh! It's pretty cool. Yeah, but I, I can't. I mean, that's all consignment, so it's like I can't. Right, really right, lean right, on him. That sucks. But I had a very good sneaker connect for a long time. So I, I saw this cool Kith shirt on or sweater on um, Grailed. Oh yeah, Grailed is a secondary market app for I sell shit on it all the time. a lot of like you sell you sell shit on there. Yeah, dude, and it sells immediately. It's the crazy. It's amazing how active the people are on that site. So I went on there and I wanted a cool new thing to wear. And I saw this thing and it looked so cool, the colors, and it arrived and I tried it on and it looked like I was wearing protective gear for some sort of riot control (laughs) police exercise. Look at how the shoulders, I mean, it's, what the fuck? It looks very Asian. It looks terrible on me. (laughs) I look stupid and I'm only wearing it because I already ripped the tags off and I don't want to go through the rigmarole. Of selling it on Grail again. It is definitely cool, dude. I mean, dude, I think you should, if that were a size bigger, it would look cool. It's already in XL. Maybe you gotta, you know, you gotta fucking try it on in the store type shit. I couldn't. This is the problem. You, it's you, still cool, dude. But like that streetwear shit, you gotta wear it big, you know? Really? Right, Chris? Yeah. If it's not baggy, it'll look weird. Is that true? Yeah. But then I'm not letting anyone know how well I eat. But, but, and I know, and that's the problem for people who are just so shredded is that they think that other people can't tell they're shredded. You could be wearing a bag, dude. And we'd know. Right. No, Chris? no people dude, need to know. No, they know, bro. We know, <laughs> we know and you'll get, we'll get a glimpse of like a bicep vein or like whatever it's, we know <clears throat> if you're jacked, we know, dude, I'm but just it's, saying it's not... you work so hard. I know you want people to see you, but we can see I've spent I've been spending a lot of time in the gym lately. Good, you look good, dude. Well, not in my athlete, not in my fucking streetwear. <laughs> I'm no hype beast. You look good. This is a good sweater for you, man. And I feel like this sweater can. It doesn't have to play like one of those streetwear kind you know, of things. You know who else I like? Uh, Heron Preston. You know that brand? I've heard of it. They're cool. I don't know it that well. Yeah. Um, but I can't pull. Supreme is too much. Bro, I've seen you rocking though this shit. I see you you rocking a Stone Island cashmere Stone sweater. Island, that yeah. shows fire. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, you keep it fresh, dude. Do you guys know Supreme? Yeah, of course. Chris, what do you got? Streetwear is just all about how you rock it and 100%. how you walk in it. So if you feel like an idiot walking around in that, you're gonna look like an idiot because dude, that's what you're. 
putting, putting out. out to the world. So you so just got to walk like. All right. Let's let's so we need to do a social experiment because I wanted to wear this to one of my stand up shows to to the stand. But at the last second, I changed out of it because I just thought I would look like too much of a goof. We'll see if I go out one day and I'm feeling really confident, I will wear this outside. I thought the colors were so cool. It is cool. Dude. It's got all kinds of different stuff going on. It's a cool sweater. I mean, black and blue and red, different blues, white. I like when you treat yourself good, dude. Buy yourself some gear. Dude, oh my God. My spending is out of control, I've bro. I've been bad too. What the fuck happened? Whatever, man. No, it's not good. All of a sudden, I just spent so much more money than I had. Mm. I, oh, my girl wants us to go to Jamaica. Oh, uh, yeah. I heard about this. Yeah. It and sounds so, like a good plan, dude. Well, it sounds like a good Seems plan. I went through this crazy um, shit with American Airlines where I had booked a flight a year ago and then I canceled it and I got this credit and then I called them just now. They said I had a year to use the credit and wow. I called them and they were like, well, it was actually a year from the day that you first booked the ticket, oh, God. not Fuckers. from when you cancel it. Uh, and so I sent them like I went, I actually went through their portal which is what they told me to do with their customer compliance department or some shit. And they actually honored the credit it's and great. they gave me another year to spend it. Fantastic. Thank so you. So I American can't wait Airlines. to not spend it for another year and then call <laughs> them again and go through all the same shit. <laughs> no, but so I have like $900 of flight credit on American and American does fly to Jamaica, but it only flies to Jamaica at like six in the morning. All those Island flights are early, which is so fucking in the face. Right. Okay. So we're, we're looking at this trip to Jamaica and I have to book flights in the meantime for a couple weddings that we have coming up. And since they're weddings for my friends, I have to pay for her flights. Uh, where are they? <sighs> Buddy. <laughs> Lake Como, Italy. Oh, God. Jesus Christ. Yeah. That's going to upset you back. Well, the cool thing was I actually managed to pay for that. Both of our round trip flights to Milan with credit card points. And then we fly, you should take the train from Milan. It's only 40 it's minutes. Far, yeah, right? we'll figure it out. But um I bought those with credit card points and uh dude, are you aware of like transferring credit card points over to airline miles and how to know whether or not it's you're getting better value by buying the flight with points versus miles? No, because I only have miles cards. But please, oh really? Enlighten me, yeah. Okay, so I have like Chase Sapphire cards, or I have a Chase Sapphire card, and I have all these Chase Sapphire points, which are pretty good. But they Chase partners with um like Star Alliance Airlines, and the only U.S. based airline for that company is is United. Mm. But that's like Lufthansa. Yes, yeah. So you can you can transfer those points into united miles but i think they transfer to one-to-one basis which is actually pretty good you're coming out ahead if that's the case cool. but sometimes like my friends were telling me about all the math and it's just fucking it's over my head if you really know what you're doing you can you can actually gain some kind of an edge i think with these credit card company it's like backer app yeah the one thing where you got a little edge <laughs> <laughs> um okay so we're going i we're flying emirates air oh wow fuck oh. you got that with points coach Coach, it was, still, it was eight like eight hundred dollars a ticket round trip to Milan in August. That's wow, that's not bad. And so sixteen hundred dollars total. I had enough credit card points to cover that. 
just. Damn, dude, your friends are assholes for getting married in Como. Dude, in I'm August. I'm really it's like one of my closest friends. I'm in the wedding. Go, I yeah. think if you are in the wedding for something like that, you actually get excited about it. And it's also going to be gorgeous and incredible. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. You're Chris, gonna, what do you got? When when is that? Because I'm going to Italy too in August. Are you serious? Yeah, August twelfth. We're I'm leaving going? on July thirty first, oh. and we're staying until August 9th. Nice. So we're gonna we're gonna travel in the week leading up. And I'm just hoping that by the time we leave, I have I have money saved. Awesome. I'm traveling that week, too. This is great. We're all traveling. Oh, oh boy. Going to need to backload a couple episodes. Oh, the podcast. Yeah. oh yeah, baby. <laughs> Where are you oh, going? Yeah. Portugal, Spain. Holy cannoli. And then, dude, I want to do I want to do a little like uh, hop around the Balkans. I want to do like hit all those random countries. I want to go to like Kosovo, Bosnia. OK, I've been to Serbia. I've been to Montenegro. How was that? I've been to Croatia a few times. How was it? Montenegro, you can skip. Really? Serbia, you can skip. Serbia, they have Cyrillic alphabet, right? I don't know. All right, well, I didn't do but a you, it was boring. Alphabet reading. It was boring. Was there. Um, it wasn't clean. It mm. wasn't that pretty. I think there are parts that are pretty, sure, but a lot of it was polluted. I remember the water having a lot of like tra- It's like cruise ships. Mm. trash they're I big got, smokers there i got really yeah. sick in montenegro really like mm. violently ill for 48 hours mm. from the water i don't even know what it was something i ate and um whereas croatia is is really beautiful gorgeous right yeah you go to the islands and shit cool fucking yeah so oh spending man spending do you, all right so this brings me to a question yeah um i was thinking about this the other day how much would it cost you you guys can both think about this to drink an eight ounce glass of healthy meaning healthy, like no, nothing wrong with it yet, but anonymous semen. Oh no. Eight ounces. Eight ounces. Healthy, but anonymous semen. Okay. So there's, there's a, there's a, a stupid answer and then there's a real answer. Okay. The stupid answer is like a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. Okay. The real answer is like ten grand. Yeah, I'm thinking I do it for three. Wow, that's pretty low. I mean, dude, I just think about what I have to do for three grand normally. Like, I did an in-house Pepsi commercial last week for three hundred dollars. I was in White Plains for the entire day. I'd much rather drink semen to make ten times more money. I would way way rather. Well, hold on a second. Is semen the fluid in between the sperms? Well, let's just say is it like a is it like an eight ounce glass of pre cum? No. Or is it egg white gelatinous? This is spermy load. Yeah, and it, and it, you know uh, then I don't even think ten grand. I, and I dude, don't it think separates I... too the way like oil and vinegar oh, do. So you have yeah. to shake it to get it back to its original viscosity. It Fucking turtles. <laughs> it's gonna turn. <laughs> You're shaking it like a. Yeah, but even, it's just glass? a big. It's a big glass of tapioca pudding and. I don't think I could do that for for ten thousand. And it could be from a homeless guy. Oh so much. It could be from anybody, but it just tests negative for any diseases. But it could be from the most disgusting guy in the world, and it might taste disgusting. It might not be from a person who eats pineapple. I might need uh, I might need twenty G's for that, maybe more. Chris, what do you think? Like five thousand dollars. Five. See. Good for you, bro. A pragmatist. I just need it. You know, that'd be yeah. a nice 5000 <laughs> no. 100%, dude. I am not above 
blowing guys in an alley for cash, dude. You have a price. Absolutely. And I know that this is like a very common topic among the boys, but like blowing someone to completion. Absolutely. In my mouth. In an alley. In an alleyway. A guy I do not know with questionable hygiene as long as he has no diseases. Okay. What's your price? It probably lower than most people. The thing is 50k probably for that. The thing is is Maybe that less. you you how much would it weigh on you? Not at all, dude. You'd be past it the next day. It there would be no like, wow, I really sold my soul. I've fallen on hard times. This is a bad trajectory in my life. Uh, I don't, I wouldn't feel that way. I'd be like, I really capitalized on an opportunity. Um, this took me 10 minutes and I made so much money, but you would burn that so much money out of this guy, dude. You would burn that money. It would be gone. And then you would feel hollow and shameful. I truly wouldn't. I truly wouldn't. And we can test this theory. If anybody wants to cough up the cash. I don't, I don't care about. I don't care about the reputation. I don't care about being known as that guy. I think for me, it's it's knowing yourself and the, what you were willing to do for money. I was willing to do what I had to do to take care of my family. Get out of here. You don't have a family. <laughs> Nobody's asking you to fucking put soup on the table. But they right? will one day. And I'll be prepared when right. the day comes. All right. Well, then that's a different conversation if your back is against the wall financially it's not and the electrics company is saying they're going to turn off the heat right unless you come up with the bill yes i think all of us understand that we would be willing to go to a greater length to, to, in that situation but right now what would that fifty thousand dollars go towards would it go towards Fun. your trip with in in portugal maybe it would go towards a down payment on an apartment i'd invest it i mean dude i would be so happy to be given that opportunity and I would go and I, I've talked about this before I think but like I would go home and immediately tell my girlfriend and be like baby the greatest thing happened today how would how would she react she would go oh okay so would she not be troubled by it she might be I honestly might not tell her I'd yeah, just buy her something really in a nice. way let's be honest it's cheating right no it is cheating with a stranger it, along a sexual orientation that you or your girlfriend girlfriend had not seen before from this you. This is true, but it's not about the sex, man. It's about the cash. You know what I mean? So you, would you get? Would you have to give her half of it to placate her? Do, if, as assuming that I'm a good enough guy that I would discuss it with her before, I might end up having to. So give you're that saying kind of would would you even go so far as to say, baby, look what I did for us? You know, in theory, I should be able to say that. I don't think it would play out that way. I no. think she would be like, I think you are telling out. tales out of school, my friend. I'm not, dude. I swear I'm not. <laughs> I would do it. I just think, I think her reaction would be a little bit more. She would be pissed about it. More neat and biting. That's true. Oh. I'd, have, I'd have to manage that. Yeah. I'd have to manage that. That's the biggest obstacle is her reaction mm -hmm. to mm -hmm. me doing that. But I'm still very willing. And I would definitely. I would definitely be willing to discuss some kind of settlement with her, um, hoping that she wouldn't judge me too much. Fair, fair point. You know, fair point. Have you ever been to Jamaica? Never, man. And I fucking want to go. And it's pissing me off that you're going. 
I guess we are. <laughs> yeah, we bought our flights. It could be fun, man. It'll be a nice relaxing. You're gonna go for a long weekend. Dude, we don't have a place to stay, and I have something I'm very ashamed of. What? Okay. So my girlfriend and I are going to Jamaica, and I don't do this often, but there's this resort that we really want to stay at. It's called the Golden Eye Resort. It's run by the guy, or it was made by the guy who did Ian Fleming. Oh, okay. James the James, Bond? the founder of James Bond, the author, and all that. I reached out to the resort asking if they would give us a deal on lodging in exchange for an Instagram post or a video or a clip. I didn't call myself an influencer, but they could read between the lines. (laughs) They responded and said that they don't do any collaborations right now, but that I should hit this email address and that they would keep me on file. You should not feel ashamed about that at all. I hate Instagram influencers. I hate people who think that they deserve free shit in exchange for posting a photograph of that thing on their Instagram. And there are so many people who do it. I mean, dude, it's great. You know, you can't beat them, join them, dude. Do you hate it because you're afraid... That's in some universe, someone will associate you with those people that the you hate. The thing is, is that I don't think that what I'm putting on my Instagram is influencing people, it's nor not. should yeah. it. It's it, You make funny shit so people like it. That's great. That's the ideal scenario of influencing. You're making a product. You're not these, just being hot. These girls who put their, it says personal blog on their Instagram, yeah. but they've never written anything. Right. How was that a blog? Right. What, there should be a new word for it. Should be a plog. Fucking collage. Plog. Yeah. Collage, yeah. And you see these things all the time. There's nothing that gives me more satisfaction than a hotel or a restaurant telling an influencer to go fuck themselves because they're making plenty of money and they don't need to be giving free shit out right. to these people. I always wonder who which of them are actually making money and which of them are not. Because you know oh, that some of the most they all of them lie. Don't. Most of them don't. I think they all lie. And you can also tell when one is fake. Because, like, they'll have 100,000 followers, they're not verified, and they get, like, seven comments, and it's from all their friends. and Or a bunch of people writing in different alphabets. Oh, right, right. <laughs> You're like, how did somebody in South Korea find you? That's funny. You know? That's funny. How did somebody in Mumbai stumble across <laughs> your page? So, yeah. I don't know. You think that's a good idea or a bad idea? You think, is that is that going to send me down a track? Let's say that they... Let's say that they had given me free rooms would that have started this scratch this itch where now all of a sudden i'm going to expect it everywhere because that's the problem it leads to entitlement bro at the end of the day life's expensive you got to figure out how to save money if you can and if that means you're getting free fucking hotels all day dude i think that's a fair point all day i think that's a fair point and then you can make some funny video about it too you'll be you you'll be you'll get a homework assignment Mm -hmm. which will be fun and you'll have some funny ass video. You tend to do well in those situations. I've noticed mm-hmm. when you're being forced to create content. Yeah, gone to my head. I can make make content. I honestly think, bro. I, I would argue, you really utilize the things that happen to you. Anytime anything, I don't have a choice. He really does. I don't like, have a choice. Anytime anything happens to you, you make it into a thing. And it's I have to. Dude. I have to. Do you know why, Julio? Why? Because nobody likes my life. <laughs> Nobody wants to hear about my life as it stands. I get it. I I am not a relatable person. Right. People 
fucking hate me until I start telling stories about having my city bike stolen. Right. Or getting punched in the face. Right. Or, you know, being a bitch. Right, 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 right. It's true. That's funny, man. Dude, you know what I've struggled with recently? I've been struggling with masculinity recently. Uh. With my sense of masculinity and my sense of self. In which which way? Well, I think that, okay, you mentioned earlier, um, this, this is something I've struggled with, okay? So, posting like a shirtless picture on my Instagram, mm. right? Women, all women, can post bikini photos on their Instagram. If you're a hot Instagram model, you're going to get thirsty lookers and people being like, oh my God, this is everything. Thank you so much. If you're a plus size model, you're going to be championed for your bravery mm -hmm. for posting a photo in your bikini. If you are a gay man and you post a shirtless Speedo photo, everybody knows that's who you are and that's what you do. They're proud of you. And you're also landing the thirst trappers and potentially right. meeting people, you know, for sexual gratification. I, <laughs> as a straight white male, who is not like a fitness model, cannot post a shirtless photo on my Instagram. Because if I do, I will get 150 people telling me, dude, fucking kill yourself. Right, right. This is so pathetic. Right. What are you doing? I hate you. I'll lose followers. All that shit. So I don't do it. Right? Because I'm afraid. Right. Now, here's another iteration of this. Well, actually... Tell me your thoughts on that. Well, I think, okay, I think there's a way to do it for you, but it's a very, you have to do it very delicately. First of all, you can't pawn it off as like you're doing something else in the photo when it's obvious that you're just like showing off your bod. I think that is a mistake. Okay, so give me an example of, of a situation like that. Okay, here's an example. Oh, just went fishing today. I can't believe I caught a fucking fish with my boys. And you're like standing there with your shirt off holding a fish like this. Flexing your bicep, yeah, but sucking in. If you're flexing, everyone is on to you. I know, but so so this is what I'm saying though. That is like a passive way to show the shirtless one. Another way you could do it is by being silly and then having your shirt off. It's the same shit. I think you just fucking post it. Just post a picture of you and your boys with an earnest smile. You have no fucking shirt on. Who gives a shit? What about if it was just me on a rock staring out to sea? That's not fantastic. Shredded to bits. Shredded to bits, staring out to sea. Well, if you're staring out to sea, we won't be able to see. Oh, I see what you're saying. We'll, you're staring we'll, this we'll way out to it sea. Out. Yeah. Uh, yeah, probably not. <laughs> probably not. That's not a great one. A, a po like a picture where you curated it to show off your incredible body, I think, is probably again, it's a it's a no no. Yeah, but every photo that anyone posts where their body looks good is in some ways curated. I agree. Agreed. But like how curated and also dude, this is the other thing I have to say about this. Everybody knows. Everybody knows. No, no, they know. Like when you post a normal pic with a T, everybody can still tell. Okay. Well, whatever. You know, if that makes you feel better, I, I, I am just fascinated by this thing about how straight white males are the right. only people who can't post fucking shirtless pictures without being ripped to shreds at least somebody in my position right? what do you think about this though all right and and not you know and, and for the record when when straight white like if, if straight white males can't do other things there are a lot of things straight white males can't do that i agree with 
right? Right. Because white privilege is a thing and like Definitely. racial things and all of that. And, and the fact that men have been so, uh, you know, limiting of women in business, all that shit, whatever. Totally. I agree that there are a lot of things where it's like, yeah, guys, fucking, you know, share, share it. Right. And there's, we don't need everything. But I do think this is a funny uh, example of something that I can't do. Agree, because agree. of my skin tone and my sexual orientation. Goodness me. What a, what an episode of Oops the Podcast. Guys, as always, tune in next week. Send us your oopses to oopsthepodcast at gmail.com or DM them to our Instagram account at oopsthepodcast. I'm not uh, at Francis C.C. Ellis. He is not Julio with a J. You Correct. can find our upcoming tour dates. You got anything coming up? Yeah, March 16th to 19th, Comedy Works in Denver. Oh. <gasps> That's a really good club. Should be really fun. Who are you doing that with? Pete. Nice. Yeah. Hell yeah. Should be awesome. Awesome. Uh, I'm at Helium, March 5th to the 7th. Check those tickets out at FrancisEllis.com. That's all for now. Thanks, guys.